Warning, the following podcast may contain potential plot spoilers, but then again, it may not at all. Hello and welcome to Potential Spoilers. I'm Kieran and I'm joined by Maddie D. And there is no Mortal Kombat tournament. <laughs> if you didn't want to know that, then you shouldn't be listening to the show because that is a spoiler. Don't cry, Kieran, don't cry. There are other things to look forward to, just not a tournament. Like what? Like what? Like Kano. When they they cut the vampire flying girl in half. Yeah, that that's was the, awesome. That's the best part in the movie, to be honest. Anyway, anyway. So, what we do on this show is we look at all the promotional material for an upcoming Hollywood blockbuster, and then we predict as much of the plot as humanly possible before the movie comes out. Quite like this week, when the movie does come out, we go and see it and see how close we got to predicting the plot. Because this week, we're revisiting a movie that we covered all the way back in 2021, Mortal Kombat. Mm. This was a movie that we were both very excited for. It was something that we both had very different histories with, different expectations of the movie and whatnot. It was, in fact, it was a franchise I knew nothing about before seeing the movie. And yeah, we've seen it. And now we're going to see how close we got to predicting. I'm very excited this episode because I think it's going to be a doozy. Now, if you want to put one of our previous predictions to the test, you currently can, because in cinemas right now is Shazam! Fury of the Gods, which we only predicted last week. I know, not too long ago at all. I so. can't wait to see it and see if we were close at all, because we had some really sort of like... The movie basically wrote itself as we were trying to predict it on the spot. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I also want to see if this movie's any good as well, because yes, yes. there's a lot riding on it. Yeah, that's right. So, famously, I didn't like the first Shazam movie, so maybe the sequel will be better because it's not an origin story, but I guess I won't know until I see the movie. So, I think before we dive into how well we did with, or how we went with predicting uh, Mortal Kombat, I think it's important to point out, if you haven't listened to our original Mortal Kombat movie all the way back in 2021... Uh, I think it's important to listen to that first because this is just going to be a reflection on that episode. So, if you haven't heard that episode yet, please listen to that first before continuing any further with that one because we're just going to reference what we said in that and it's going to be the better episode anyway because, you know, we're going to have more jokes. We're going to have more fun with that one. We go into our histories with the movie and, yeah, you're just going to have a better time listening to that first. But if you've listened to it already, yeah, just go ahead with this one. Also, if you haven't seen the movie Mortal Kombat yet and you really want to, Please watch the movie first because we're just going to spoil every major plot point in the movie moving forward. I mean, possibly if we guess things right, we'll spoil it. Yeah, that's right. Okay. Maybe we won't spoil everything in Mortal Kombat because I don't think either Matty D or I were really that close, but that's what we're going to discuss this episode. So yeah, stick around. So Matty D, Mortal Kombat. You've seen the movie now. I think you've seen it twice now. Yes. How much do you think the movie made in the worldwide box office? Oh, I didn't think it did terribly well. What's the budget for it? It was $55 million budget. So, sort of mid-range for yeah. one of these sort of blockbusters. I'm going to say it made uh, $75 million. Oh, you're so close. It made $84.4 million. So, oh, you're only close. $10 million away. That is close, though. So, it made over its budget. In fact, they've announced that they're doing a sequel. None of the cast know if they're going to be in the sequel or not. Really? Yes. So, in the news yesterday- um, Is this going to be another one that goes into development hell and we never hear from it again? I think so. So, Hiroyuki Sonata, who played Scorpion in the movie, was just like, I don't know if I'm going to be- They haven't asked me to be in the sequel, but if they do, I'm, I'm keen for it. Wow. Okay. <laughs> Great. So, my suspicion is that it's going to be a lower budgeted <laughs> sequel and they're just going to get like random no-name <laughs> TV actors. Not that this movie didn't have a whole bunch of random <laughs> no-name TV actors. It's going to be lesser known actors than this movie? It's wow. going to be like a real original Mortal Kombat 2. You know what I mean? Yes. You remember how like the 1995 movie had a sequel in like 98 or whenever it mm-hmm. was? 
And that movie was just like even more lower budget than the original movie. And like, I didn't think that the first movie could get more lower budget than, you know, than it was, but it still somehow managed to do that. So that's what I'm expecting from this sequel. And if they do it, I guess we'll cover it on this show. <laughs> yes. If, if it happens. If, if it, it happens. happens. If it happens. So I just want to point out as well that when we did that original episode, I hadn't seen either of the other Mortal Kombat movies. There's well, two Mortal Kombat movies. In, in fact, there's an animated movie as well that I watched. So. Since doing that episode, I've watched all of the Mortal Kombat movies. In fact, I also watched the TV series, <laughs> Mortal Kombat, uh, it's like Mortal Kombat Retribution or something like that. It's been a couple of years since I've watched all of these things. But um, I've since watched those first two movies and, oh boy, oh boy, what a when chore you say, they were. Oh, oh, so they weren't good? You, or you oh, didn't like them, they weren't for you? They weren't for me. And I don't think this series was ever really for me. But yeah, I, I watched those two movies just because I said I would. And um, I've got to say, this movie's looking pretty good in comparison. <laughs> well, uh, okay, from somebody who's watched both movies, how's the consistency of the law and the characters? Oh. Is it all over the place or Completely is there Completely some- all over the place. Right, okay. So, they've got, like, no fucking idea when they're making these movies. Like, it's just, like, the, whatever law they've got going on in the video games. I've never played one of the video games. I don't know anything about the law. But, like, between the two Paul W.S. Anderson movies- the law is completely inconsistent. Yeah. Characters are played by different actors. The game the game is a fighting game. Like, the law doesn't really matter. So, yeah. when you try to put it into a movie, it's like, whatever, does it really also, matter? Also, in that original episode, I hadn't seen The Raid yet. And I've since watched The Raid. You know that I've seen both mm-hmm. Raid movies. And I've got to say, they're much better movies than any <laughs> of the Mortal Kombat movies. So, please, if you're not a fan of Mortal Kombat, go out and watch The Raid. Or at least, the, you know, the first Raid movie. And that's gonna you're going to have a much better time with that. Because I certainly did. But yeah, the TV show, uh, what was it, Mortal Kombat Retribution or whatever it was called, was just an excuse to get women in bikinis, basically. Women in skimpy outfits. Because every episode was literally just like, what hot actress are we going to have in a bikini this week? <laughs> and they're going to punch each other. Ho, ho, and I'm like, I can really see who you're selling this <laughs> this TV series to. Zack Snyder? Yeah, maybe. So, Matty D, before we dive into how well we did, can you please explain our point system to anybody who may not be familiar? Absolutely, Karen. Like any great Mortal Kombat, what we do is we base our plots and how well our plots did on a point-based system. So, if we get anything in our plots that wasn't covered in any of the promotional material that was accessible to us at the time, that's two points. Mm. If we get something that's in the trailer or the promotional material, that's one point. And if we get something that's sort of on the right track, but not quite 100% on the mark, that's half a point. But if we get something wrong, it is zero points. And we tally that up on our health bar. Whoever has the less health loses and gets a fatality. Flawless victory. Mm -hmm. That's exactly right. So, I believe that I went first. You did. In that original episode. By the way, I just want to point out as well, the character of Sub-Zero, his real name was uh, Bihan. I called him Bihan. Through that entire first episode, I just want to correct that right now. Does it really matter if we yes. mispronounce people's names, yes, uh, characters' names on the show? I don't think so. <laughs> you're just saying that because you pronounced every character's <laughs> name wrong in that original episode, <laughs> even though you're the fan of the series. I think I oversold you as the fan you of that certainly of did. Mortal Kombat. You certainly did. You I played, played like two games. I played some games. You were way more of an expert than I was, though, because I knew <laughs> nothing about. It. I was like, they kill each other in Mortal Kombat. <laughs> the name didn't give it away. <laughs> But yeah, I went first in that original episode, so I'm really keen to see how well I did. Yeah, so let's go straight into it. This was a plot that you weren't too confident in. No. You demanded to go first, or you asked, you requested to go first yes, because you- because I knew I was going to be wrong, basically. You, you thought you were going to be wrong. So Because I knew I hadn't seen any of the movies, I hadn't played any of the games. This was a franchise that was completely new to me, so I felt really out of my depth. Mm. So, let's go into it. So, first we need to address the elephant in the room. Kieran did cheat. He it's used- not cheating. Leaked- it information. Wasn't like, it wasn't like they officially released the first 13 minutes of the movie. 
Hmm. And I didn't. I, I pointed it out. I pointed it out. It was a legitimate hmm. source. I'm still giving you points for everything, but Good. I'm not happy about it. Okay, so when we do Morbius and you watch the <laughs> boat scene from Morbius, am I going to be as cranky as you are right now? <laughs> okay, good point. I, I retract my statement. So let's go into what you got right in this plot. So you're right about the opening. You're right about this whole scene because it's the leaked first it scene. It wasn't leaked. Of the movie. It was officially released. Oh, okay, it's the official release of the opening scene of the movie. So you had every opportunity to watch it. You just weren't aware of it. <laughs> so you're right. Okay, so we, we start with in your plot and in the movie, Hanzo living in a peaceful Japanese home mm-hmm. with his wife and son. The house is surrounded by and Hanzo's daughter. clan. They've got a daughter as oh. well, which I didn't mention. The baby who they yes. hide under the floorboards. Yes, that's right. That's the one that lives. That's the daughter right. is the one that carries on the legacy or carries on the, the, the family lineage. How did Raiden know that the baby was under the floorboards? He's magic. <laughs> okay. He used his lightning powers. Okay. Is that the, the baby? Is that the thing in this movie that makes no sense? <laughs> no. <laughs> so, so that baby is presumably Cole's relative. Like yes. great, 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 great grandmother. That's why he's there today. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. I think that's the only way that makes sense. So, yes. So, yes, you're right there. So then you said that Sub Zero's clan take them out one by one. That's Hanzo's man. That's true. Yep. Hanzo defends his family using a, a garden. What is that? Gardening a trail. Gardening trail. Yeah, that spike on a rope. He kills <laughs> Sub Zero's men. That's a point there. This is stuff we see in the trailer, to be fair. That's right. You said that Sub-Zero uses his ice powers to kill Hanzo's family right in front of him, which is yep. true. Well, not in front of him. He does see them shortly afterwards, but <sighs> he doesn't kill them right in front of him, like I said. Well, he sees them all frozen and That's dead, right. That's so right. I count that. Well, why didn't he just use his fire powers to bring them back to life, like at the end of the movie? <laughs> <laughs> he didn't have his fire powers. Yeah, then. I know. I know. He couldn't have brought them back to life magically. <laughs> no, not at all. Uh, and he also kills Hanzo, which is true. I give you two sets of two points yep. there. It's not something that we saw in the promotional material. So I, It I was, counted. actually, because well, I watched the first 13. Well, I didn't watch the first 13 minutes. I heard about the first 13 minutes of the movie. <laughs> you said that. Now we see Cole, who's a young, washed-up MMA fighter who mm-hmm. gets beaten up for a living. You said that he would yep. lose, which is correct. He taps out to a chokehold, and he shows off his skill before doing that, which is something you also said, so I give you... Two sets of two points and one set of one point there in total. You said okay. that Cole's manager, the guy from Hungry Thirsty. Yeah, it was he, no, no, he was uh, Keithy George yes. from uh, Chopper. Yes, he was Keithy George from <laughs> Chopper as well. Fantastic. This was an Australian movie. We didn't realize it at the time, but so many Australian actors pop up in this movie. Anyone, it was all filmed in Australia. Yeah, anyone not born in our country will not appreciate this man. Like <laughs> we do. Hungry Thirst. He does. Keithy he does, George from Chopper. He does. He does ads for a milkshake here. We used to ten years ago. <laughs> and Keith Chopper George. was twenty years ago. Oh, so man. we're old. Uh, you said that he, his manager would want him to take a fall and would pay yep. him out for this. This is correct. Now, he doesn't. Have, he ends up losing of his own accord, but two points yeah. because that does happen. You well, said- no, the whole reason that Keithy George brought him in was because he knew he was going to lose. So he's mm. just like, you're the, the punching bag. You don't defend. You don't know how to defend. You only know how to attack, so you always lose. Yeah, um, but I think he didn't he tell him to take the fall. And Basically, Cole yeah. was like, "Nah," but he ended up taking the fall anyway because he right. lost. So he still it all it all he worked sucks. out because he sucks. Too much heart. He needed to learn how to be a better fighter. He He never did. He kind of did. He got superpowers. He got an armor. He's got superpowers. Any superpowers, I'm really good at being beaten up. (laughs) You remember? Well, that makes sense. That's character growth. So all of the energy his strength becomes his all weakness. of the energy from the the hits that he takes, he can transfer back into his own energy. But he still sucks. <laughs> he beats Goron, so Goro, Goro. I made that he mistake in the learnt. previous uh, episode. Yeah. 
Continue, please. So, you said that Cole would have a birthmark. We knew this. At the sh- it was not the a shape birthmark. of a dragon. No, it's not a birthmark. It's a mark, but he thinks it's a birthmark. Yeah, that's right. That's what he's I'm an idiot. To. One point, because there's the stuff we see in the trailer. Yeah. You said we spent some time with Cole's family. Yeah, I said they go out and eat a meal. Or go and see Godzilla vs. Kong. Well, they do eat a meal. And they do eat a meal. They do eat a meal. You said that they'd be disappointed. So I deserve two points for that. Yes, you do. You get two points there. You said they, they're disappointed for him getting- um, a payout for losing. That's not really the case. They just hate him in general. Why wouldn't you? They don't hate him. No. They're just disappointed at him. Yeah, so- I like that his wife is just like, I can't even watch your fights. You're so terrible. Yeah, so I give you half a point because you're kind of on the right track with the family dynamic there. Yeah. In, in a way, it only happens once the payout that we see, so- Yeah. yeah. So it's sort of, You're sort of getting on the right track. He kind of has this- a freightish relationship with at least his his wife. We really don't get to connect with his wife and daughter no. at all in the movie. No. They're just there to be literally women in the refrigerator by the end of the movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> literally. Terrible characters. Uh, you said that there would be a second match which he would win. This never happens. No. But you did say that Jax would meet him after the fight. This does happen. One yep. point we see it in the trailer. You said that Cole would be attacked by Sub-Zero at this point, which is- Accurate to the narrative of the movie. Yep. So that Jack would save him via truck. This is 100% on the money. Two or points. four-wheel drive. Yeah, four-wheel drive um, is what he's driving. Not but that yeah, that matters. Three points in total. You said that Jack shows that he has the same birthmark. Birthmark in quotation symbol, marks. Symbol. I'm going to say the same marking. Uh, and says that Sub-Zero is tracking everyone down that has this marking. That's why he's after Cole. One point. This is stuff we see That's in the true. trailer. Yeah, it was in the trailer. Jack tells Cole- Jax. Jax, with an X. You're the expert. Tells, tells Cole that he uh, should find Sonya Blade, which is the case in the movie, two yep. points. He said that Jax and a team of special forces then goes to track down Sub-Zero. So he says, Cole, go find uh, Sonya. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take care of Sub-Zero. Yeah, that's right. The only difference between your plot and the movie is he does there's this- There's no with, team of special forces. There's no team of special forces. I watched the trailer back because we both thought that. Yeah. But it is just Jax- with a gun and a light, right. and I guess our imagination just added more people in the scene because we always see that. So, not the case. It's just Jax yeah. by himself, but accurate nonetheless. You said that Sub-Zero would freeze Jax's bullets. Mid-air, yep. Which we see in the trailer. And then his arms, which we see in the trailer. Yep. Breaking his arms. He has no arms now. The only difference between your plot and the movie is you said that Raiden would save him. I We could guess that that, does that happen. would happen. No, he gets kicked off the, the scaffold. Like, yeah, we presume he's dead, but Raiden is the one who saves him. He is, yes. Raiden is the person that saves him, but we don't see it, correct? Yeah, we don't see it. He gets kicked off. He's presumed dead, but he ends up he turns with Raiden up later, later on. on. So, you are on the right track, but it's not something we see, but everything else is accurate. I kept thinking during the scene, like, how would he even call for help? He can't get his phone out of his pocket. <laughs> <laughs> Can't open any doors. Yeah. He's a military man. He can yeah. he can figure it out. In this part of your plot, Cole meets with Sonya Blade. Sonya has been tracking these events and she talks these about attacks, an yeah. ancient tournament, which yep. is true. Uh, you thought that Sonya Blade would have a marking. She does not. But everything no. else is accurate to the movie one point because it's also in the trailer. Yes. As so much is. You said that the marking would be an invitation to fight in the tournament. One point. That is the case. Yep. We knew that going in. In your plot, Jax appears- and now he has robot arms. This is the case, but it happens later on in the movie. Yeah, that's right. You were very- We do see the surgery of him getting the robot arms, and he has like these really sort of wimpy, <laughs> wimpy robot arms. arms for ages. And then his superpower, his arcana, is like he gets an upgrade on his arms. I bet he was disappointed. He was just like, everyone else gets to shoot fireballs. I just get an upgrade on my arms. So I was confused about that. So his arcana was he made robot arms? That's right. So is his- It's just as stupid as it sounds. Was his arcana he- 
upgrades his arms. That's right. So he couldn't if- have grown new arms. <laughs> he couldn't have got super strength. No, he just gets an upgrade on his robot arms, which they could have done anyway. So if he if he didn't have robot arms and he got his Arcana, would he just have super buff arms? I have no idea. So I was really confused about that. But either way- So Arcana is something made up for the movie and it's just very fast and loose with how it works. <laughs> yeah. Tell me about it. A laser eye. And, yeah. Uh, you know. The ability to get beaten up and then transfer <laughs> that energy into beating up someone else. Yeah. Sonya Blade's just like, I have the ability to shoot waves out of my arms now for some reason. <laughs> A little gift from Kano. <laughs> yes. So stupid. Anyway. <laughs> Continue. Just save it, save it. Put okay. a bottle in it. We'll talk about it after. Yeah, no, you said that Raiden would give Jax the robot arms, which is true. That's true. It is true. You said that Sonya and Cole would track down other champions. The champions you listed were Liu Kang, which is correct. You said he mm-hmm. used fire, which is correct. Kano, who you describe as an outback criminal, which is correct. I said they have to capture him as well. Yes, you said he would which go with them screen. begrudgingly, which is correct. And you said he would have to be captured, which is correct. Yeah. You said that- uh, Well, we don't see that in all fairness. We don't see that. He's already no, been he's, captured when he's, when he's introduced in the movie. But it is true. Yeah, that does that's happen. True. You said that, uh, what's this guy's name? Kung Lu? Is that Kung Lao. Kung Lao. Said that uh, Kung Lao would be the last hat person. Man. Saw Blade Hat Man, yeah. yeah. Uh, you said that he would have a hat, which we knew. You said he would have lightning powers. That's Raiden, Kieran. No, he does have lightning powers in the movie. Does he? Yeah. I didn't watch when it. He's, I didn't it when that. he's introduced, he launches from like nowhere with lightning. And I was just I like, that what was, the hell? I thought that was Raiden sending him. No. Oh, yes, it was. It was Raiden teleporting him. Because Raiden can teleport yeah, people. Bad. He does it at the end of the movie. Yeah. Okay. So, I was wrong either way. Yeah. But you got a few points there. One, two, three, four. When I learn how to count, this will be easier. <laughs> Five in total there. Wow. You got the team right, so I'll give you a point there. You said that they go to a school run by Raiden's. Technically true. Technically true. It's a it's, temple. It's a temple. It's the ruins of a schoolish- It's a ruin of an entire civilization. Yes. There's like a full city going on there. It acts as a school, so I'll give you two points there. You said they train here. Two points. Oh, boy, do they. That's the whole movie. Yes. Now, then you say they go to the Outworld for the tournament. Yeah. Oh, no. Never. No. Pretty much, you got the movie up until this point, yes. and this is where it all starts to fall apart for yeah. you. You said that the tournament would be run by Shang Tsung, which is true. You said that he's the bad guy, which is true. Mortal Enemies with Liu Kang, which is true. Two points. You said yeah. that- Well, uh, this rivalry starts in this movie because he yes. kills his best buddy. Yes. <laughs> his cousin, sorry. Yes, yes. You said that Shang Tsung would steal souls, which we knew- based on his character of the fallen people in the tournament. You also said that- He does that, that once. Well, it still counts. Okay. You said that he would uh, work under Shao Kahn, which- we Technically never, is true. Technically is true. So, I give you two points. and I, I That might be generous, but we never I really it is very generous. see it. But it's inferred. It's inferred, yeah. And I don't know if that's us knowing that knowledge going in. It is. In, it totally is. Because there's no reference to him at all. No, except for a statue. Except for a statue. So, it's a generous two points, but I give you two points nonetheless. You correctly guessed the bad guy's team. Um, so the Natara. Girl, the vampire. Except I, didn't men- girl. Mm? Except I didn't mention Captain Hammer. <laughs> yes. Who was that guy? I can't remember who that is. Was he a character from Mortal Kombat? I'm pretty sure he is, I'm yeah. Pretty, well, he has I, to I be, can't remember who that but is. He was just like Captain such and such with a big hammer who has like literally two seconds in the movie. We He's introduced and then he dies. <laughs> He's just someone for- Jax fought him, right? Yeah, that's right. Yeah, he's just someone for Jax to fight. Pretty sure he is a character. I can't remember him at all in the movie. Yeah, because he was barely in in it, like most of the characters in this movie. Yeah. I'll give you three points for each character you guessed there. You said that the tournament is to the death. Again, the tournament never happens. No points. Well, all the fights are to the death, to be honest. Yes, because they're actively trying to kill each other. (laughs) There's no tournament, though. There's no tournament, no. 
You decided not to go blow by blow, which what actually happens in the tournament, which is a good call for you because there was no tournament. Yeah, and the fight was very brief anyway. Yes, yes. You predicted- so I don't that- think they had the budget for it. <laughs> you, you predicted the Earth Realmers would win, which is true. Yeah. All but Kano, but you go into that later, so I'll give you two points. Okay. You said that Kano would lose his eye in the first fight, which, you know what? He actually does. He loses his eye That's in the Garden Gnome. It is in the last fight, so I'll give you half point for that. You're on the right track. That's where you thought he would get the last Laser eye. He gets that from his arcana, which yeah, none right. of us guessed that. Yeah, but because that was just made up for the movie. Yes, it's t- to make sense. Yeah. You said that Kano- To w- make sense. Okay. That's an interesting way of putting it. To make sense of why he has a laser eye. Yeah. Wouldn't it just make more sense just to give him a, a robotic eye rather than his magic ability is to shoot lasers out of his eye? I guess The whole so. arcana thing is just dumb. I guess so. But then you got to introduce the whole like robot aspect to it, which I guess they yeah. have with Jax. They so. have with Jax already. Yeah. But then who gives Kano that? Technology. Good, yeah. That oh, would have made sense. Shang, Shang yeah, that would have made sense. Not I kind of like the laser eye, to be fair. Yeah, the laser eye is cool, but it's just how he gets it is just kind of silly. It's just kind of, yeah, oh, we don't have any good ideas. It's, it's magic. <laughs> anyway. It's a Mortal Kombat movie. Okay, I'll, I'll save it. All <laughs> right, all right. You, you save it, you save it. Now, you said that Kanye would betray the good guys, yep. which he does. You said that he would be defeated by Sonya Blade. Four points in total, yeah. two points for each call there. You said that Hanzo would appear back and he would be in scorpion form. That's right. True. Back from hell. Back from hell indeed. It happens to the end of the movie you thought it was going to so happen So during your earlier. plot, I actually pointed out that he dies, goes to hell, and then comes back with hell powers, which is which exactly is true. true. Which is exactly true. You also said that he's able to shoot blades out of his wrists now, which yep. is correct. So points for that. And you said he does the get over here bit, which we see yeah. in the trailer, but I give you a point for that. Sure. So that Scorpion would kill Sub-Zero, which is true. That's Avenging true. his family, which is also true. Yep. Two points. You said that Luke This is Hang- sounding pretty good so far, mind you. <laughs> you tell me about it. You said that Luke Hang would defeat Shang Tsung. Doesn't happen. No, doesn't happen. And you said that they would then fight- uh, Shao Kahn. Shao Kahn. I wish Shao Kahn was in this movie. He's not. Which does not happen. We both predicted he would be. Now, here's something interesting. You said that they would have to fight as a team to fight him. They do fight as a team to fight Sub-Zero. That's right. So, I'll give you half a point there. You said that Earth is saved- our heroes would return. Well, they do return, and they're—you said that like the day is saved, and they're out, like you know, they're back home and whatever. But what actually? I said they go and eat some shawarma. Yeah, and you had no idea what I was referencing. Well, that was Avengers, right? Yeah, that's right. Yeah. You know now because yeah, I yeah. told you in that original episode. <laughs> But what actually happens is they're left to recruit other champions. That's, That's right. where the movie lefts off. It's like as a cliffhanger. And they're going to be fighting in the tournament, which we didn't have in Hopefully. the movie. Yes. That's yeah. going to be the sequel. But I give you a point for that anyway, because you got you got aspects of that right. You said that there'd be an updated version of the Mortal Kombat theme. That's right. There is. So yes, I give so, you- And you're like, there's no way that's going to happen in the movie. Two you were so wrong. I give you two points for that. There was no way they couldn't do that. Yep. You and when, um, it, it, when Scorpion appears in the movie as well, the music goes, dun, 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 dun. Yeah. I was like, yep, they're totally going to do the music at the end. Yep. Yeah, and they did. Now, the last thing you said, or the second last thing you said, to be fair, was that there'd be a post-credit scene with Sub-Zero's brother. There's no post-credit no. scene. We don't see that. So, What's no Sub-Zero's points Sub-Zero's brother's name is like oh. Noob Cybot. <laughs> Who knows? Which is Tobias Boone backwards. <laughs> no idea. Um, Who was one of the creators of the game, of course. Oh, there you go. Bit of trivia. Now, that was everything you said in your plot, but during my plot, you did mention something, which I'm going to give you a bonus point for. You said that we would see Luke Cage. No. Sorry. You said that we would see Johnny Cage. So, I've worked out who Luke Cage is. Who's that? He's that that Marvel character. 
Oh, yeah. From that TV show. <laughs> That's why you kept getting kept him confused. Him it's Johnny Cage in the Mortal Kombat universe. Yeah, we see Johnny Cage on a poster. I like That's- that you consistently have just kept the wrong names from two years ago. <laughs> well, I listened to the podcast earlier and I've okay. got all the names still in my head. Yeah, all your versions. All my most. versions, yeah. yeah. But yeah, we do see a poster, so I'll give you a point for that. We see it twice in the movie. Mm-hmm. It's at the end, most prominently. Yeah, that's right. But it is at the start as well, but you'd have to be paying attention to really see it. Mm. So, this is a plot that you weren't confident in. No. You didn't want to say, You didn't want to go into it. You were trying to get it over and done with, but I think you did a pretty good job. I mean, a lot of it was in the trailer, but with that, you got 64 points. Mind you. Wow, 64 points. That's right. Flawless victory. <laughs> Mind you, though, I rewatched the trailer for this episode, and there is no information in the trailer beyond, like, the first little bit of the movie. Like, the whole second half of the movie is referenced, like, within brief flashes in the trailer. Mm-hmm. So, I've got to say, the fact that we drew any information from this trailer at all is a, an impressive feat. Yeah. I, I, I don't know if I completely I think we agree. got more from the plot summary, from the synopsis, than we did anything else. The synopsis gave a lot away. Which you didn't read. There's, yeah, well, there was a lot of visual stuff that we saw. We, we got the first half of the movie in the trailer, which was helpful. Yeah, for one of us. <laughs> we'll get into it. The whole fact that the tournament didn't happen, how would we know that? Yeah. Which is where you kind of it's fell It's in apart. the title. <laughs> it should just be called Training for Mortal Kombat or, you know, well, preempting a Mortal Kombat. The movie is not Mortal Kombat tournament. It's Mortal Kombat, which there was Mortal Kombat in yeah, the movie. That's technically they true. They fight to the death, so. That's technically true. Take that in your pipe and smoke it. But every other Mortal Kombat TV show, movie, video game has been about a tournament. So, the fact that they didn't do it, I think we'll talk about it. We're building franchises here. Yeah, maybe. Maybe. Anyway, let's get into what Matty D said, and I'm so excited for this one, because this is a juicy, juicy (laughs) number. Not since Monster Hunter have I been so impressed with one of your plots. So, you said the movie will open in a rural Japanese shack in the middle of nowhere. Gave you a point for that, because that's true. It's a compound, not a shack, mind you. It's quite a nice house. I don't know why you described it as a shack. So, I was imagining, like, literally, like, a (laughs) lean-to. Like a shed. Yes. You said that a mysterious old Japanese man places swords away as though it's a ritual while Master Assassin sneakily approach his house. Gave you half a point because uh, Scorpion's away gathering water at this point. No, <laughs> not, not quite. There's no sword ritual, but a group of assassins do take out all of his men. I'm quite poetic. Yeah, you are. And shame it doesn't translate to the movie. You said that Scorpion <laughs> runs outside and uses a spike tied to a rope to kill the assassins. I gave you a point for that because that's true. We see that in the trailer. Now, I asked you at this point if you thought it was a gardening trailer and you just went, I don't know. I, don't, I didn't pay attention to the details in the trailer. Yeah, ain't that the case? <laughs> you said that Scorpion asked the last surviving assassin in Japanese who is responsible for this attack and the, and the assassin shouts, before Scorpion slices his throat. That never happens in the oh, movie man. at all. If it did. It would have been great. That would be great. You said that this leads to the opening credits, which is accompanied by heavy metal music. Gave you half a point because there's no heavy metal music in the no, opening credits. It's just not. standard movie music, like yeah. orchestral shit. But <laughs> yeah, what, orchestral what shit year is, is this? 2003? <laughs> Back when they were doing that sort of stuff, like <laughs> new metal over the titles. I mean, it's very Mortal Kombat-esque, I think. Yeah, not in this movie, though. Now, you didn't mention Scorpion's family at all. You didn't mention Sub-Zero at all. So, you're already off to a shaky start. Mm-hmm. You also thought that this opening scene was taking place in modern day, <laughs> even though it was, like, back in the 1800s. Yeah. <laughs> well, I didn't no, think it was he was 16, dead. It was the 1600s. Yes. I didn't think he was dead. No, which, you thought he'd survive the encounter as well. Which is silly of me, because Scorpion does yeah. die to become Scorpion. Oh, well. <laughs> 
Continue. You said said that we cut to Brazil where a team of special forces enters a, quote, Blade Runner-esque hotel looking for a target. Now, this is mentioned in the trailer. It never happens in the movie. Also, interestingly enough, in the trailer, it starts with seven years ago in Brazil. And now, if this is happening in modern day, you would know that, like, it couldn't be the same circumstance because she said seven years ago. (laughs) But I made the same mistake as you, so I can't really pay you out. You said that they all come, this is the special forces team, they'll come across a floor in the hotel which is covered with ice. I gave you half a point for that because the closest thing to that is there's a warehouse that's all iced up. Yeah. I don't know why Sub-Zero just went in there and went and iced everything wants up. wants to decorate the place. It's like Maybe Mr. Freeze. wanted to make himself at home. Who knows? You said that the soldiers come across the dead body of Cabal. Gave you half a point because this doesn't happen and Cabal is killed in the movie. He is, yeah. But he's a much more prominent character than just a dead body. He does a little bit in the movie. A um, little bit. He's the one who recruits Kano to the dark side. And he is uh, from Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Is he? Yeah, he is Marilyn Manson. Marilyn Manson was in Once Upon a Time in Hollywood? I'm sorry, Charles Manson. I'm having a shocker today. <laughs> With names. <laughs> you and names. Oh, well. Yeah, he was Charles Manson in uh, Once Upon a Time. So, welcome back to the show. We didn't realize when we did that original episode. You said that Jax is there with the special forces and he runs into Sub-Zero who destroys his gun and arms with his ice powers. Yeah, Gave you well, a point for that. We knew that. He's there by himself, but that was that was in the trailer. You said that Sub-Zero beats up the rest of the special forces but doesn't kill them because clearly you thought this was going to be a children's movie where nobody dies. <laughs> it's not the case at all. <laughs> you said that we cut to an MMA gym where we see Cole Young fighting in a match. Gave you a point for that. That was in the trailer. Mm-hmm. You said that Cole's opponent will be a man called Nevado. No, it's not. Why did I give you a point for that? No, oh, you can give me a point if you like. I'm fucking insane. <laughs> Could have deduct that. <laughs> you said that Cole's opponent is a man called Nevado. It's actually someone called Ramirez in the actual movie. Yeah, just nobody, yeah. I think it was Creed's opponent in uh, Creed 3. <laughs> yeah. Who that is- was a huge guess. That yeah. was never going to happen. Who is Nevado? Nevado is just a character in Mortal Kombat. Okay. He has hook swords. I, I, I guess that. Didn't you say he kills- um, Cabal. Cabal yeah. and takes his hook swords? Yep. Okay, and then only appears in one game? Yeah, pretty sure. There you go. I remember from the original episode. You said that Cole wins his MMA match, but only just. He's actually famous for losing all the time, so that's not the case at all. You said that after the match, Cole meets up with Sonya Blade, who was watching the match- that never happens in the movie at all. You no. knew that it wasn't going to happen in the movie from the, the trailers, but you still stuck to your guns. You said that Sonya gives a whole bunch of exposition that they've been tracking a supernatural assassin with the same birthmark, in quotation marks, that Cole has. Now, I gave you a point for that because all the characters do nothing but give exposition yeah, in the movie. Yeah, tell me about it. It just Every dialogue scene is just someone explaining what's going on. You said that the teenage girl who's with Cole in the trailer is his sister because the promotional material is, quote, always wrong. It's his daughter. In the actual movie, and I think it's Matty D who is always wrong in this circumstance. <laughs> God, I was stubborn in this episode, yes. man. I just I just didn't want to be right. No. You said that Cole's sister, in quotation mark, thought that the dragon symbol on Cole's chest was really just an elaborate birthmark. Well, that's true. But Sonya explains that it's much more than that and that he's in danger. I gave you a point for that. That was all in the trailer. You said that Sonya tells Cole to come with her to the station, like the police station. <laughs> but Cole doesn't listen to her because that always happens in these kind of movies. No, that never happens at all. <laughs> it could start to happen in these kind of movies. You said that Sonya gives Cole the agency's contact information and asks him to reach out when he's ready. Never happens. You said that Cole is cleaning the gym by himself because not only does he have to fight in the gym, he has to go to the make janitor fun of me as well. for this. I don't think this is too crazy of a prediction. It is. Know? Because no MMA fighter has to mop up after the fight you know, maybe he, in history. Ma- maybe it's his gym. Maybe he's like a, like a member there. He belongs there. So he's cleaning up the gym. You know? Doesn't happen in the movie. No. 
It doesn't. So in the scene, you said that while he's mopping up the gym by himself, you said that his sister leaves, but then suddenly she's back in the scene a little mm-hmm. bit later on. You said that he's mopping up the gym by himself, and then the same master assassins from ancient Japan show up and attack him, killing his sister. No. Gave you half a point for that because oh. technically Sub-Zero was a master assassin who attacked Scorpion at the start of the movie. Doesn't happen in the way that you describe it, though, because no. Sub-Zero isn't involved at all. Because we see in the trailer his gym or, the, you know, the, the ring wherever they fight. The MMA ring, yeah. Yeah, it gets- we see it all encumbered with ice. That's right. Neither so- of us really spotted that in the trailer, though. Well, I did. That's why I put that scene there. But you didn't think Sub-Zero was involved, so you clearly didn't think that. Oh, never mind then. <laughs> You said that Cole fights off the assassins and is distraught, calls up the agency, which is the special forces. This never happens at all. You said that Cole is picked up in a car by Jax, who now has robotic arms, since, quote, the trailer was lying. (laughs) Gave you half a point because he is picked up by Jax. Everything else was wrong, though. (laughs) You said that Jax explains that the dragon symbol means that they have been chosen to compete in an ancient tournament. Oh, that's good. That's something I got right. Gave you a point there. You said that back at the Special Forces headquarters, Jax explains that the Mortal Kombat tournament is an ancient tradition, and he shows him a wall of research that they have gathered about, you know, Mortal Kombat. Gave you two single points there because uh, it's not Jax who's doing this, it's Sonya. Mm. But technically, Jax does tell him this at one point, and the, he does, Cole does see the wall of research that Sonya shows him. You said that Jax, Sonya, and Cole hunt down the other chosen fighters. Gave you half a point because in the actual movie, they are looking for the other fighters, technically- but it's Sonya more so wants to find uh, Raiden's temple. And it's more Raiden that's collecting the fighters that's right. as well. Now, you said that we cut to the outworld where we see statues of Shao Kahn. Gave you a point for that. That was in the trailer. You said that one of the master assassins from earlier tells the villain in the movie, Shang Tsung, <laughs> that they were unable to kill either Scorpion or Cole Young, and the enraged Shang Tsung sucks the soul from his body. Never happens in the movie. No, he does suck one soul out, but- not a bad guy. You said that Sonya, Cole, and Jax go on a globe-trotting journey to find all of the other fighters. They don't, actually. No, not Conveniently, really. most of the chosen fighters are already in their group at this point, and the other two fighters are just at Raiden's Temple, which they're looking for. You said that our heroes have to fight against the other chosen warriors in order to get them to join their team. Gave you half a point, because this doesn't actually happen in the movie, but they do have to fight against them for training purposes. Yeah, they, they train against each other, but not not to become part of a team. So. No. no you said right. it was real Robin Hood style, yes. like, like the way that Robin Hood recruits people by defeating them. You said that they find Kano in a stereotypical Australian bar. No. It's not the case at all. He's tied up to Sonya's radiator when we meet him. You said that Kano is a rough jerk who's played for last. Gave you a point for that. That's absolutely true. We knew that from the trailer, though. You said that Kano has a knife and a laser eye. Gave you a point for that because he does have both eventually, but he gets his laser eye about an hour into the movie. You thought he'd have it straight away. Mm. So, not quite right. I didn't know how he'd have his laser eye. Like, that really confused me, but it was his arcana. It was his arcana. You said that Kano hits on Sonya throughout the whole movie and gets on everyone's nerves in a lovable way. Lovable? Question mark. I gave you two points for that because okay. that's pretty accurate. I guess lovable for the He's audience. He's the only character played for laughs in the whole movie. So, I guess we're kind of asked to like him in a, in is a, it? In a no, comedy way. No, you're right. Way. Everyone else is really straight. Yeah, everyone else is really boring and really badly acted. I can't believe Josh Lawson is like the best actor oh, in a movie. Dude, that shocked me. I hate that guy. Um, I didn't say it in the episode, but when I saw him in this cast list, I was like, oh. Josh Lawson. Because yeah. he's so cheesy because he, he does a lot of Australian TV shows and he's yeah. such a cheesy actor. He's like the squeaky clean TV show sort of wimpy guy. guy. And when yeah. I saw his cast as Kano, I'm like, he's going to be so bad. He's going to be so bad. Best actor in the movie. I was so wrong. Only person acting in the movie. I, yeah. You know, he he's earned his flowers in this movie. There we go. Well done. You said that they also find Liu Kang at a martial arts school. Gave you half a point for that because they find him at Raiden's Temple, which sort of acts as a martial arts school. 
He said that Scorpion tracks down Shang Tsung and Shang Tsung makes a deal with him and gives Scorpion his famous powers and gets him on his side. Never happens in the movie. You said that our heroes find Kung Lao in a forest. (laughs) Doesn't happen at all. He's at the temple as well. You said that Kung Lao is a silent character who doesn't speak. That's not true at all. He never shuts up. Yeah, I I guess so. I I didn't know how he was going to fit into the He just spouts exposition. Yeah, constantly in he, the actual movie. He really didn't add much to the movie. No. If I'm He cut the, the Nitara in half. That was cool. And we yeah. said that was like a really cool bit in the movie. But yes. Aside from that, does nothing. I mean- He refuses to hand egg rolls over to Kano. Yeah, I mean, that scene was cool. But yeah, you've got Raiden there already. It kind of just- and, and you had Liu Kang as well. It kind of felt like yeah. a waste of a character just having yes. him there. Other than the fact that he had a sword. You hat. have an extremely similar character to like the other characters we've already established in the movie. All at the same time, mind you. So that's why I thought he'd be silent. Because I thought that would add some dynamic there. Just like a strong silent type. Yeah. Not that he was silent in the video games, but you know. Wrong. But yeah. we, we go on on a limb in this show. You said that our heroes are attacked by more Master Assassins. Uh, you love these master assassins who never appear in the movie, and our heroes use their powers to defeat them. Never happens. Well, they got to defeat the the goons, the yeah, red shirts. We get to that later on. You said, well, it doesn't actually happen in the no, movie. No, doesn't. You said that Sub Zero shows up, but it turns out he's a good guy <laughs> who is trying to stop the bad guys from coming over from the outworld. And Sub Zero joins our team of good guys. Now that may be the dumbest <laughs> prediction in your entire plot. Oh, man. And so, the whole scene where he freezes up Jax's arm, was that just a prank in your movie? It was a misunderstanding, Kieran. Okay. Um, they, they, they thought- He's a good guy a good by guy. mutilating one of our main characters. Mm-hmm. He's like, oh, sorry about the arms. <laughs> you got better arms, so we're all cool now. You said that Sub-Zero tells them that they need to find Raiden. Never happens in the movie. You said that they go to an ancient temple and summon Raiden, who appears through a lightning strike. Gave you a point for that. We saw that in the trailer, and it's true. You said that all of our heroes make it to the tournament, (laughs) much to Shang Tsung's chagrin. There's no tournament in this movie, as we've already discussed. You said that our heroes realize that they'll need to enter the tournament in order to kill Shang Tsung, since he's the one sending killers to their world. Not the case at all. No. You said at the tournament, Kano fights Reptile and rips out his heart. Gave you a point for that. It's not at the tournament, but he does fight Reptile and rips out his heart. Yes. They don't actually call him Reptile in the movie. They call him some other weird name. Yeah, they do. They call him something weird. Um, But yeah, that is Reptile. Yeah, it is Reptile. I mean, it may as well be Reptile. And he does rip out his heart. It is Reptile. But they called him his, like, I don't know, his character, real his real character name rather than his nickname of Reptile. You said that Kano says, Tosti 3D. And Kano wins. Gave you a point for him saying Kano wins because that's in the trailer, but no one ever says Toasty in this movie or Toasty 3D. Disappointed. You said that Sonya fights Melina. Gave you a point for that. That mm. was in the trailer. You said that Goron fights Drax. I don't know who either of these characters are. Gave you a half a point because the character Goro is in the movie, but he never fights Drax from James Bond or Jax for that matter. You knew who I was talking to. about, you <laughs> smart clearly, ass. Clearly. But you just said casually, Goron fights Drax. And I'm like, are these characters? No. <laughs> Goro fights Cole, yeah? That's right. Mm, yeah, but not Jax. Not Jax at all. No. Or Drax. You said that Smoke appears and fights Liu Kang, and oh, Liu Kang defeats him. Man. Smoke is not in this movie at all. Do you know where I got that wrong? It was Sub-Zero in the trailer walking through like a teleportation field. Uh, my, okay, maybe that's where I got it from. Yeah. because I the I th- only way. I thought it was when uh, Shang Tsung appeared in the cloud of black smoke. No, it's Sub-Zero appearing in the cloud of black smoke. Right. So, in the same way that Raiden uses lightning to teleport people places- Shang Tsung teleports the characters through like a cloud of black smoke. Mm-hmm. You saw Sub-Zero walking through the cloud of black smoke right. and it was just like, that's smoke. Yep. You said that Cole fights Baraka, who you called Barack in the, in the actual- Obama, the president. <laughs> exactly. Ex-president. Baraka doesn't happen in the movie. No, he's not in the movie. You said that Ermac is killed by Sub-Zero. Never not in happens the movie. in the movie. 
You said that Sonya fights Natara. Gave you half a point because Natara is in the movie, but she never fights against Sonya. She's no. in the movie for about three seconds. She's like, oh, look how beautiful this vampire woman is. Shoop, sliced it off. Yeah. The end. You said that Shang Tsung orders Scorpion to fight against Sub-Zero. Sub-Zero is working for Shang Tsung, so you're almost completely wrong there. You said that Sub-Zero and Scorpion have a spectacular fight scene. Gave you a point for that. It was okay. They do have a fight scene. Yeah. So, yeah. Now, that was the last point you get in this prediction, but it carries on. <laughs> Didn't get that many, mind you. Did, Did I get you? any two points for anything? No. <laughs> so, it was all one points and a half Basically. points. Basically. You said that Sub-Zero manages to talk Scorpion into teaming up with him. That's the second dumbest prediction you've made in this plot so far. Scorpion and Sub-Zero teaming up. What is this? The original Mortal Kombat movie where Scorpion and Sub-Zero team up? <laughs> yes, I will. It happened. The fans were so angry at that, by the way. Oh, really? Why? Because Scorpion and Sub-Zero are famously mortal enemies. Right. And so it makes no sense for them to ever team up or be buddies at all. But in the original movie, they're just goons. Mm-hmm. They're just goons working for Shang Tsung. They didn't really put any thought into that original movie. So Okay. Didn't you realize that they were enemies? No, I knew that they were enemies, but I thought that- I don't know why, what I was thinking, but I thought that they would I don't be- either, to be honest. Grudgingly work together in the final For some fight reason. scene. Yeah, because in my head, Sub-Zero was a good guy and Scorpion was like anti-hero. That's what I thought coming That was this. very wrong. Which Sub-Zero has been- It was so obvious in the trailer that Sub-Zero was a bad guy. Yeah, but Sub-Zero has been like a hero in some of the games. So, you're I'm letting the games- you know, incorrectly paint your prediction yes, here. Yes, yes. I think that was really obvious throughout the whole thing. But anyway, you said that Shao Kahn pops up and Cole defeats Shang Tsung. Never happens in the movie. No. Neither things happen. You said that all the souls Shang Tsung took leave his body and bring everybody who died back to life. Because it's a children's movie, but let's not forget. <laughs> that never happens in no. the movie, of course. You said that Shao Kahn orders Cole to kill Shang Tsung. He says, finish him. But Cole refuses because it's a children's movie. Never happens at all. You said that everyone teams up to fight Shao Kahn and Raiden kills Shao Kahn. Never happens in the movie. You said that the outworld is closed off from our world and peace is restored. Never happens nope. in the movie. You said that Cole and Sonya have an obligatory romance. No. It's not the case at all because Cole is married with a child. You said that everyone decides to join the special forces, <laughs> except for Sub-Zero and Scorpion who return to their worlds. Right, that would be great, <laughs> wouldn't it? We all want to join the special forces. Like, everybody? <laughs> yep. You said that at the end of the movie, is it Kun Chi resurrects Shao Kahn? Who's that character? It was your prediction, you should um, know. It was somebody I probably looked up at the time. I think he's the bald guy. A bald guy from Mortal Kombat. Yeah, yeah. him. Yeah. Well, it doesn't matter because it didn't happen in the movie. You said that the characters of Rain and Cyrax will appear in the movie. They do not. You said that Johnny Cage will make an appearance but will only be seen on TV. He's never seen on TV. He's only shown in a poster. Do I get half a point for that? No. Why not? Okay, I'll give you half a point. Thanks. You said that there'll be a scene. <laughs> here we go. This is where we're going to have a fight. Uh, whenever you say- Whenever you say, here we go, it means it's always going to You said be there'll good. be a scene in the movie where someone is playing the original Mortal Kombat game in the background because, quote, that always happens in movies and will definitely happen. Manny D, it definitely did not happen. I want you to give me three examples of video game movies where that happens. Uh, Hitman. Okay, sure. So I haven't seen one. those movies, so I'm going to trust you. Oh, you haven't seen any of the Hitman movies? No. Well, Hitman 1 and 2? No. Okay, no. Definitely Hitman 1, that happens. Okay. You can't think of any other examples because it never happens that, in movies. That Adam Sandler game? Sorry, that Adam Sandler movie. It's not movie a video game adaptation. <laughs> that does not count. Okay. Oh, The Wizard. They play Super Mario Brothers. <laughs> Doesn't count. So you've thought of one example, yes, yes. and that's your, your give me grounds. time, give me time. That's, that's your grounds for saying it always time. happens, and it will definitely happen, which it didn't. You also said this in the Sonic movie, and you were wrong there too. Did it happen in one of the Tomb Raider movies? No, no. I don't think so. They never do this, Matty D. Mm, what? Where else did it happen? This is your lesson. You've got to learn that you're wrong, and they never do this in movies, except for one shitty Hitman movie. <laughs> 
<laughs> that nobody watched or liked. I'm pretty sure it's happened in other movies. You can't think of any examples, can well, you? Not off the top. Never seen it. I've got one. I've got one. I have three. What other? What other video game? If you can think of three, made? I'll give you two points. Okay, let me think. Uh, what other video game movies have they made? Super mm-hmm. Mario Brothers, which didn't happen. Um, yep. Man, they all suck. Max Did Payne. Max Payne had one. Didn't no. Didn't Max Payne have a video game reference? No. No one was playing Max Payne in the Max Payne movie. There's an episode of The Sopranos where someone's playing Max Payne, but it's that's not the Max Payne no. movie. The Frogger movie. There was no Frogger movie. Are you sure? I'm pretty sure there was a Frogger movie. There's a whole bunch of Mortal Kombat movies out there. No one ever plays Mortal Kombat in those movies. No. Ah! Ah, Wreck-It Ralph. Doesn't count. It's not a video game. Yeah, it is. You can get a Wreck-It Ralph uh, video game. Yeah, but it was a movie before it was a video yeah, game. I think it still counts. It doesn't count. It I does think it still count counts. It doesn't count at all. Because <laughs> you can play Wreck-It Ralph, and the video game is in Wreck-It Ralph. Yeah, but it was a movie before it was a video game. That's like saying, oh, Street Fighter should count because there's a Street Fighter. As a technicality, I've named two. And I'm just- No, I you don't need, you've named one. I don't need- You've I, named one. I don't need to go in. I don't need to get the third one. I'm not going to beat a dead horse. You, have, you haven't two got two yet. movies. You haven't well. got two yet. That's two. Wreck-It Ralph counts. No, it does not count. I'm going to say it It counts. does not count. It's not a video game movie. <laughs> Uh, uh, Street Fighter. Did Street Street Fighter had the 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 actual video no. game controllers? No, it didn't so that's have, it didn't have someone ca- playing the video game in the background. It did or it didn't. It didn't. It did not. But he, so in this circumstance, you're saying they always do this. You thought of one example. I think, I which think is not ca- grounds of it will always happen. Did it Fighter happen in this movie? Uh, no, no. I, it did I guess not. there's a rare exception where this it did not. Did not. <laughs> a rare movie. exception. They've never done it in a movie aside from one shitty Hitman movie, as I've already pointed out. We don't need to beat this. We've gone on way too long on this tangent. <laughs> Let's move on to your points. Yeah. How well do you think you did? I think I'm in the teens somewhere. Okay. Uh, if I'm lucky. Well, generous. <laughs> How well did I do, Kira? Okay. I, wait, I, 14 is the absolute maximum. You did better than you thought because you got 23 and a half points. You know what? I'm okay with that. You shouldn't be because it was a terrible I'm prediction. I'm okay with this that. This is one of your worst predictions. <laughs> so I thought Monster Hunter was bad, but this is like pretty bad. Like- I uh, I don't know what I was doing here. I, I didn't listen to any of the promotional material. Yeah, you just took the promotional material and said, fuck that, I'm just going to do my own thing and hope that I'm right. And to be did fair- Did not pay out for you at all. I didn't even take on board- the lore of the games at all. No. <laughs> so I just sort of went into this so fucking cocky. Yes. <laughs> like, I was like, you know what? I don't need any help. I don't need the promotional material. I don't need to listen to the vid games. I'm going to be right regardless. And I and I pulled this Why did you do that? I don't know. I, I <laughs> You've been doing this show for two years at this point when we recorded that original episode. Something must have been happening with me that week. I was like, yeah, fuck it. I'm just going yeah. to do whatever I think. Even if it doesn't make any logical sense at all, I'm going to run with it. It's crazy. Well, sometimes when you make big risks, you get big rewards, but this is an example of where you didn't. Yeah. But you have done in the past some really <laughs> impressive plot predictions where you just pulled stuff out of your ass and it just pays off entirely. Mm-hmm. This was not one of those circumstances. Yep. A man is not defined by his failures, but on how he builds himself up from these failures. So I'm not going to take Let's this as an L. Let's see how improve from this point. I'm not going to take this as an L. I'm going to take this as a, you know, building step. This is a lesson for me. Yeah. That's the best way to approach a family like this. doubling down and calling more video games in video game movies. Fatality. Mm-hmm. Now that we've finished talking about how well we did with, well, how we went with <laughs> predicting Mortal Kombat, I don't think either of us were that particularly close. I thought you one. were pretty good. Yeah, I got elements, but not You got what really. was in the trailer. You got the first- yeah. Half of more than half of the movie, pretty much. So it's really clear to me that what our impressions of this movie were weren't what they actually gave us in the actual movie. Oh, absolutely. So I really want to know what your thoughts are on what they actually gave us. What did you think of Mortal Kombat? 
Oh, by the way, I just want to point out as well, you did a really, really good job of predicting the first two Mortal Kombat movies from the 90s. Oh, really? <laughs> what you said in your prediction is almost exactly what happened in those two movies. That is hilarious. And uh, you haven't seen them. I, no, I haven't. So, if I had seen those two movies, maybe my predictions yes. would have been different. Wow, that's crazy. But yeah, you, you what you said happens in all of those movies. Oh, wow. So, from Scorpion and Sub-Zero teaming up to like, what was the cyborg character, the robot character- Sin- and Rain. Sinrax or something. Cyrax, Cyrax. Yeah. yeah, they both turn up in those movies. The whole fact that there's a tournament in those movies. Shao Kahn popping up as the bad guy at the end, them having to team up to fight Shao Kahn. All of that stuff all happens in those first two movies. Oh, really? Yeah. Wow. I wish I'd gone and rewatched those movies and given you points for predicting those movies because you were way closer with those ones. <laughs> but clearly with this movie, they were like, we don't want to do anything that they've done in the other two movies. Yeah. We just want to do our own thing. Which was a good move. Yeah, it was a move, but yeah. <laughs> what are your thoughts on the movie? Let's talk about it's it. It's funny that I predicted shittier movies. Um, yeah. Okay, well- Well, I you haven't seen them, you can't judge. liked this movie. Okay. I didn't love- Why? This movie, but I liked it. So when I sat down and watched this movie, I had low expectations, and All right. I ended up having- What drugs were you smoking, and how high were no you? Drugs, sir, okay. No drugs. I did watch this movie with somebody, and I think that helped it, because we were just having like a blast. So I was really like, oh, this is going to suck. Uh, uh, this is going to be a pain to get through. And then movie starts and I'm like, oh, this is awesome. There's like cool death scenes that are happening. And it just became a lot of fun. I love Kano in this movie. He carried it for me. Okay. I, I just, I don't know. I just, uh, it was it was a fun time. Uh, it definitely lost value the second time I watched it because I was more aware of the dry periods, which there were a lot of. Most of the movie is dry periods. But- it was never going to win any awards. It was never going to be anyone's favorite movie. It was never going to live in the zeitgeist for terribly long. It could have been amazing. It, it could have been really good. It could have. It just wasn't. But Mortal Kombat movies typically aren't. Is that yeah. fair to say? Yeah, without you having seen any other Mortal Kombat movie. But I know the reputation of them. Yeah, um, people liked that 1995 I guess one. so, but it's- Children it's, liked it. It's it's popular because it's so camp and- Yeah. Kind of- It's a Paul W.S. Anderson shitty. movie. Yeah. All of his movies are that. So I had a great time. I was like laughing. I was applauding. I was like, "This is awesome!" It was. It was Both a fun times, huh? The first time, more okay. so, but um, the second time is still still good. I was waiting out for the parts that I enjoyed. So sure. I walked away being like, "Yeah, I really liked it." Okay, it you want to know what I think? I know you didn't like it, so so I had high expectations for this movie, probably unrealistically high. <laughs> I was really looking forward to this movie. I like that short film that we talked about in our previous episode. Yeah, if the movie was that, it would have been better. I wanted sort of like a more grounded, real-world Mortal Kombat movie, sort of like they promised all the way back in, what was it, 2008, when they made that short film. So that's kind of what I wanted from this movie. I wanted a tournament in the movie, to be honest, because that's the sort of movie I was expecting. And the fact that the movie went out of its way to subvert all of my expectations in a negative way really made me disappointed in this movie because I was really looking forward to it. I was hoping to have a good time like it sounded like you had, and I just ended up not liking this movie at all. I thought the first 20 minutes were pretty good. Like, I enjoyed the first 20 minutes both times I watched the movie. So, the scene with Scorpion fighting Sub-Zero in ancient Japan was, awesome. was pretty good. Pretty impressive. Best part of the whole movie. And the rest of the movie is just a downhill slope. There's a shot where Scorpion is standing like in a, an icy mist outside of a warehouse. Yep. And he sort of like disappears into the warehouse and Jax follows him. I thought that was awesome. Like just that one shot. And the whole fight between Jax and Scorpion was pretty brutal. I like that. But then everything else from there was just a downhill slope. It just became incredibly boring. As soon as Sonya Blade was introduced, I was just like, oh, Jesus Christ. Because she just ex- she only exists just to give exposition. She's just there explaining everything in every single scene. And then when they go to the temple and we meet Kung Lao and uh, 
She becomes irrelevant. The other guy, she becomes irrelevant. They, they they even tell her several times, you're not even supposed to be here. You don't have a, you know, a symbol on your chest. And who's the guy with the razor hat? He's Kung Lao. Who's the other guy? The main character. Uh, Liu Kang. Liu, Liu Kang. Kang. They just pop up and just start giving exposition. And I'm just like, this is just a movie of explaining things. And they're just explaining stuff and not showing us. And it became very tiresome very quickly. The whole training sequence where they're trying to get their arcana was incredibly- <laughs> That was awesome! That was I incredibly know. boring Come on. for me. It was fun. How was it fun? What did you enjoy about it? I like, I like the banter. Yeah, that's not going on during the fighting scenes. It was sometimes. I thought it was funny when Kano said, are your ears painted on your face? Yes. I thought that was pretty funny. If Kano wasn't in this movie, this movie would drag. Yes. So, it's obvious that Josh Lawson rewrote all of his lines <laughs> because everyone else in this movie sucked. It was, acting was so bad and the writing was so bad with the exception of Kano, who was like the one bright spark in the movie. You agree with me? I would agree with that. Kano really was the fun part of this movie for me, other than like some cool action scenes here and there. And CGI blood and gore just doesn't do it for me. Mm. Like if there was practical effects in this movie, it'd be a lot more fun. Or just something that I believe was real. Like most of this movie was on a green screen. (laughs) Yeah. It was like an episode of The Mandalorian, basically. (laughs) But I like that better. I, I got to say, as a criticism that I noticed my second time watching it, I didn't understand why Cole was in the movie. Yeah, he didn't need to be in the movie, and he was no. also useless as a character. Yeah, if, if Sonya Blade was the main character- Which she was in the other movie. Luke Kang and Sonya Blade are the main characters in the other movies, along with Johnny Cage. And yeah, I, like this whole movie was just set up for a tournament that didn't happen, so it feels like the whole thing was just a waste of time. You feel blue-balled. Yeah, exactly. I feel like the movie that I wanted is the movie that they were building up to- And it's going to be the sequel, essentially. Mm. So, I was very frustrated with the movie. Yeah, I really didn't like it. The the thing is, there's three movies that came out in 2021 that were almost (laughs) identical. And we're covering all of them. Yeah, there's Mortal Kombat, Snake Eyes, and Shang-Chi. And I feel like I like the other two movies better. And I thought they both sucked. So, (laughs) I feel like this was the worst out of the three, which is saying something because we're still yet to cover Snake Eyes. And I've got a lot of thoughts on that movie. But yeah, it was just very disappointing, very dry, very underwhelming and like the high points were very few and far between for me like they had some gory death scenes but like who cares who cares i've been watching movies for most of my life and i've seen gory death scenes before i've seen robocop everything in robocop was more impressive than this movie so and i I also wrote down a list of all of the the fight locations because i'm like why have they got the most boring fight locations in the world in this movie so we've got like a cave (laughs) we've got like a shack outside like an abandoned boatyard We've got a, a, sh- a shabby restaurant at nighttime. We've got an abandoned uh, uh, factory. Mm-hmm. What's going on with the fight scenes in this movie? The first opening scene of them in Japan was like the most brightly lit, interesting location they had. And then every other fight scene was just like the same dark, boring location. Like most of the movie was in a cave. Yeah, well, most of it was in the temple. Which is a cave. Which, is, which I didn't think was too dark, but... Eh. It was, there was no natural light. It was all a green screen anyway, yeah. but yeah. Wow, like the budget really showed on this one. Yeah, they didn't have the budget behind it. Yeah, so I think they if they made like a more grounded, gritty movie, even with the budget that they had, which was $55 million, mm-hmm. that's not nothing. I think if they made it more like that original short film from 2008, they could have had something. Yeah, I don't think they had faith in that concept. Yeah, I, I just think they, they didn't really have the backing on this one. And yeah. they were just, just like, oh, let's just make whatever, put it out there. Because it kind of felt like they tried to make it grounded in a way, but then needed to add elements of yeah. the supernatural. And 
Which so I'm I glad. I'm glad you had a good time with it. Both times you watched it, yeah. but it just really wasn't for me. It's a simple movie. You man. probably liked it because you, you're familiar with the characters. You played the the game. Yeah, and also it's it's. I think it's a movie you got to watch. So it's fan service to you. Yeah, you got to you got to watch it in a social setting. I think that's how this movie works. Well, if you have to do that to watch a movie, because, it doesn't mean it's a good movie. Well, like the room, you have to watch in a social setting. But it doesn't make it a masterpiece. It's, it's a little different to the room because, like, you know, you're not. Yeah, the room is better. Yeah. yeah right. Okay. You, you're never gonna miss. Any plot points it's got better screen screening. <laughs> okay, all right, all right. We'll, we'll keep praising the room in yeah. a second, but you, you're not going to miss any plot points if you're like t- chatting to somebody, right? So, like, it's not a movie you need to pay 100 percent attention to. Oh, so when there's all this exposition yeah, going on, you can just turn and have a conversation exactly. with somebody else. Yeah. Okay, I see it now. Yeah. And then when something exciting's going on, you turn and look back at the screen. So it's like a good movie to half watch. <laughs> I, I just I don't know, man. I, I found it like fun. It was it was a fun movie. It, you didn't need to follow it. Would you 100%. recommend people watch it in a social setting? Yes. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I, here's how I'd watch this movie. I'd say invite a few friends around, have sure. a few beers, have a few snacks. Yeah. Make sure it's late in the evening. You're and, all, uh, we're already half cut. <laughs> I don't think you need to be half cut, but you could definitely turn this uh, movie into a drinking game, and it'd be quite fun. Yeah. But you, I, I was having a blast, man. I was laughing at things that were meant to be funny and things like that. Like I said, I'm glad you had a good time. Mm. You just didn't. You, <laughs> I did not. I don't think but it was ever going to be for me. Tell you what helped me, though. Weed. You No, I didn't smoke at this one. Uh, but you said you didn't like this movie. So my expectations were lower than they already were, which okay. were pretty low anyway. I didn't think this movie- I didn't have any faith that this movie was going to be good. I honestly thought the trailer looked like shit, which is why I didn't pay much attention to it. Okay. So I had low expectations. You said it was terrible, so my expectations were lowered. And then you said to me, Maddie D, they didn't even have a tournament. So I wasn't waiting okay. for that. So that I wasn't blue balled with you know the fact that there was no tournament. I came in expecting it to be shit and expecting there not to be a tournament, and I ended up having a blast. I was like, "Fuck, this is awesome!" What's Kieran talking about? So I wanted Bloodsport <laughs> with like awesome special effects and fatalities, basically, which is not the movie they gave us at all. No. So I think I was very disappointed because of that reason. But we've harped on about this enough. So what do you, the dear listener, think of Mortal Kombat from 2021? Have you seen it? Did you like it? Did you hate it? Please let us know any of your thoughts at any of our locations where you can contact us. You can send us an email at potentialspoilerspod at gmail.com. You can hunt us down on Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter, or you can just simply leave us a comment on this episode's page on our Podbean site. Let's wrap it up for another week, Matty D. We've been here for way too long (laughs) talking shit about Mortal Kombat (laughs) or praising it in some regard. So before we wrap it up for this week, let's talk about what we're going to be predicting next week. You're not going to be excited at all for this one, Matty D. I can tell straight away. What are we predicting? We're really going back to our roots in this show. So last week we talked about Shazam, Fury of the Gods. So it was a sequel to a movie we covered way back when we started the show. And next week we're covering another sequel to another movie that we started way off back at the beginnings of the show. We're talking about John Wick 4. They've dropped the whole chapter thing. (laughs) Oh, man. So we're talking about the next installment in the John Wick franchise. What did I do in a previous life to earn this torment? You used to like the John Wick franchise. Yeah. I guess we're going to have to discuss- The second movie? Yeah. We're going to have to discuss what happened uh, next week. But yeah, I'm kind of keen. I'm kind of keen to have the conversation. I'm just over it. I'll tell you what, I'm not excited for this movie yet. We'll talk all about it next week. But until then- Flawless victory. Yeah, right. (laughs) Let me educate you, motherfucker. I'm Kano of the Black Fucking Dragon. And who are you two, huh? You some fucking cave dweller hippie twirling his anal beads, taking orders from this wushu wanker who wears a hubcap as a helmet. Now sit down, shut up, and pass me a fucking head roll.
That was it, wasn't it? You all saw that. <laughs> ah, laser beam! It's better than fireballs, you pussy!